Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. I hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back. I just uploaded a tiny vlog on YouTube after a very, very long time. And that is because finally we've had a second sunny day in a row. Yes, a second sunny, absolutely gorgeous day in a row. And the sun is still out. The fog is not trying to creep in. Everything's fine. It's beautiful. There is a cool breeze every now and then, but that's just lovely at the same time. So I decided to go out and finally show the roses that we're prepping, prepping and gathering, you know, for our house in Marie. And while I'm at it, I thought I should do this podcast, which I have been sort of delaying the past two to three days. And I'm sorry, but it's just that, you know, sometimes I feel as if all we're doing is just repeating ourselves because everything seems to be just a repetition, you know, day in and day out of what is going on. How many times are we going to say, for example, that, yeah, you know, um, Punjab is waking up because the people are now literally chasing away the candidates um, or even chasing away now the police, finally. So whenever the police uh, tried to do a crackdown in one or two places, the crowd just went after the police. And at the end, the police had no choice but to literally run away. So there was that. But again, you know, I guess today... The podcast would be more on why I still feel that one needs to prepare to boycott the elections because I may be one of the 2% of the total population that believes in boycott, um, in the boycott, you can say. Um, but I'll tell you why, okay? Because I know people are going to say that, you know, it makes no sense. The 86% that is waiting for the elections, they will probably say it makes the, they really need to go through it. And, you know, they will probably say that, look, things are getting better because the senior most judges of the Supreme Court, they have um, remarked on the blatant bias and on the unfairness of the whole process. They have literally um, yelled blue murder about it and uh, the blatant disregard for the law. And so, uh, you know, we have... Sanam Javed, who is finally allowed to participate in the elections, so she will be contesting, um, you know, opposing Mariam Nawaz in Lahore. And then Pervez Elahi, also finally, it seems that the Supreme Court has said that he's allowed and, uh, you know, to participate as a candidate. So um, in Islamabad, PTI workers are openly rallying despite the police crackdowns. Um, and, you know, they're, they're being very lively. They're, you know, displaying their power literally in Punjab because there are these fake surveys going on. They're saying that Nawazri's popularity has gone up in Punjab, um, which is absolutely fake. As I said, it's false. Um, and PTI just proved it by its first ever proper on the ground rally, physical rally, in which it displayed a huge um, power show. So there is that. Um, you know, if you compare the humongous crowds after a long time coming out like that um, for a rally, then yes. And, uh, you know, we also have Bilabal Bhutto who is literally begging the PTI supporters as well as the independent candidates who are originally PTI candidates or loyalists, um, you know, to collaborate with him, to join him. Um, but that has just put people off even more because obviously Imran Khan has totally refused it in any way. Um, so we have that. And then, you know, 
Um, but by the way, the rally that I'm talking about, the, the power show one, that is the one that recently occurred on the, on the 24th of this month. Today is the 27th. This was in Kot Adu, which is basically southern Punjab on the southern side. So, you know, um, I mean, contrary to Bilawal Bhutto and Mariam Nawaz, whose rally is basically composed of speaking to an audience of flags and ROs and government officials, you know, um, this is this is actually the public that was out. And so, you know, people are so now going to take all these things, you know, interview and say that, you know, why should we boycott the elections, you know? My first question would be the same question that I've been asking and actually which I've been answering before myself as well. Um, consider the fact that the elections are actually being prepared for after two years of delay. Consider the fact that the elections are being okayed by the same people who have been dragging it on. What does it mean? It means that they are ready. They are ready for the rigging. They're ready for the kidnapping. They're ready for all the crimes that they need to commit to put their person in place and then pretend like they did in Bangladesh that, oh, it's a huge democracy now. Suddenly America will announce Pakistan to be the third largest democracy in the world. You never know. You need to keep that in mind. PDI, female PDI candidates, uh, candidates are still being harassed by plainclothes policemen and intelligence officers or intelligence personnel, you know, um, and obviously they are not getting intimidated by that, you know, they can be harassed all they want, or they can, the, these idiotic moronic men can harass them all they want to, but it's not going to help their case, it's actually helping the PTI women candidates case. So, you know, nobody cares about that. Nobody's going to stop them from, you know, I mean, this is not going to stop them uh, from going out and campaigning. But yes, there are many PDI candidates who are not campaigning because they're sitting at home in fear. They need to get out or they will lose their tickets, they'll lose their votes. Yes, Imran Khan is, um, you know, people may say that, you know, uh, he is taking steps to ensure lesser damage in the future, you know, from candidates backstabbing in the back, backstabbing him in the back. But we all know, and so does he, that it can still occur. Um, these are Pakistanis we're talking about, after all. And then, you know, um, but you know that that is. I do believe, it's, it's not that I'm saying that we need to boycott the elections at all costs. I feel that if you really, really want these elections, then we also, as the public, we need to ensure that we take concrete steps to ensure that we get the elections that we want. You understand? If we're just waiting for the elections and leaving everything up to God, as always, and, and you know, waiting for a miracle and saying, oh, no, things will go okay because we're doing our bit. No, doing your bit is not enough. Right now, nothing is not enough. Um, we need to go larger. We need to go bigger. We need to go concrete. Okay, we need to um, make it impossible for them to rig the elections. Otherwise, you know, like last time when we thought that we got finally we got the one person that we elected for, but you know, we were all aware of the fact that he failed to get his two-thirds majority simply because of the rigging that was done by the army, right? Um, so at the end of the day, the army still tampered with the elections. Um, so even though Imran Khan became prime minister, but he was actually in a stranglehold and he was basically set up to fall, if you know what I mean. And people knew that he was set up to fall. 
and he knew that this could happen to him and he had once said in an interview of his that if this happened he would not you know he would not take the seat but somehow he was still made to take the seat as prime minister which went against his better judgment and he has suffered and so have we as we all know so again i would say if again such a thing occurs once again we will have an unstable government because once again they will have it they will have his ankles or the government's ankles in their hands and they can topple it again like they've done in egypt like they've done in other countries you know and they will do it again and again so they've done it in egypt once they've done it here in pakistan again once but then they can do it again so we need to ensure that such a thing does not happen that is my point otherwise we need to boycott the elections because the same drama the same charade which will lead to further instability further problems which we really cannot afford this is also something i've been saying for a long time we have to reach the stage we just cannot afford it anymore and the world knows it which is why the world is shoving us towards that point so this hodgepodge half baked election you know no we we cannot afford that we cannot have that we need to see to it that it does not happen and if we're not sure then we need to boycott it before it happens is that simple as that otherwise we'll be stuck completely stuck right in either case um we'll be effed or we'll be stuck um you know uh, so it's it's i mean how do i put it okay people might say that okay you know what look at the icj you know it has finally given its decision and it has ordered israel to you know take those steps to punish all those people who are inciting genocide inciting murders inciting killing of children on and israel should take responsibility for the war crimes and this and that okay um it it may have you know given them this long list of uh, you know a to do list as you say so they've ordered six provisional measures you can say uh for israel to refrain from acts under the genocide convention to prevent and punish the direct and public incitement to genocide and take immediate and effective measures to ensure the provision of humanitarian assistance to civilians in gaza and end quote so you know th- this this order again do you think that the uk the us and israel are actually going to follow it you know consider it i mean right now the world court is exactly in that same position as our supreme court okay so they have uh, like how our supreme court made a lot of decisions but they were blatantly blatantly disregarded by the illegal government the illegal army so similarly somebody that's already doing something illegal like america and the uk and then they're dragging europe with them you know they're dragging europe with them to partner with them in this illegal whole genocide thing and the war that they want to literally incite in the world and you know you've got israel as well that has been you know going against the international law for like 70 years at least so do you think they will listen to the world court or do you think that they will you know say blot to the court and go in contempt and what do you think will happen if they go in contempt do you think that the world that has just now just been verbally telling them to stop do you think that the world will actually have the guts the the actual courage to get off of their butts send their armies and stop physically stop israel because that is what they should have done and nobody has done it yet 
the United Nations at least, just even now, even now, just to ensure that the ICJ's decision is upheld, they should have sent the United Nations peace troops in Palestine by now. That fake news that Egypt is, you know, not allowing aid to go through is all wrong. In fact, all the aid is going through Egypt. Okay, and now it is Israel again, the Israelis that are stopping the aid from entering Gaza once again. So, you know, let, let's just think of, of that. Why hasn't the United Nations sent its peace troops to Palestine by now? Why? Why hasn't it done it yet? What is it waiting for? So we are in a similar situation. We need to understand that. And this is why. I say that we need to boycott the elections because we cannot take those concrete steps needed to ensure that we get those free and fair elections that we want. It's as simple as that. And this is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.